Strange sightings, paranormal experiences, folk tales, and superstitions. Hi, I'm your host and creator, D, born and raised in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And no, it's not part of Mexico. These are true stories that New Mexicans have experienced. Welcome to Tales from the Land of Entrapment. Hello, welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. I like to do research before some of my stories just to have a better understanding of what stuff means before I tell people's experiences. What are shadow people? Shadow people are supernatural, shadow-like humanoid figures that are often reported moving quickly with jerk movements, seen with peripheral vision. Some believe they are evil and aggressive in nature, while others consider them to be a form of guardian angels. What do you think? In 2010, the apparitions were described as one of the most regularly reported paranormal phenomenons in the United States. Paranormal researcher Heidi Hollis has been interviewed several times on the subject of shadow people. Hollis believes that shadow people have already existed, that they feed upon emotions of fear and can be repelled by thinking positively. Others believe that shadow people may be the extra-dimensional inhabitants of another universe. Typically, shadows don't like to be spotted, but they are sometimes discovered by people who wake up to find them trying to choke or suffocate them. Hollis has said before, who presented several methods of decreasing or eliminating incidents with them. She presented methods like how to learn to let go of fear, stand your ground, deny them access to your person, focus on positive thoughts, use the name of Jesus to repel them, keep a light on the envisioned light surrounding you, bless your room with bottled spring water. A type of shadow being referred to as the hat man is actually more akin to the devil or a demon, Hollis revealed. He is often seen wearing a fedora hat, trench coat, and a three-piece suit, and might appear more solid than other shadow entities. She suggested that these very negative beings are seeking to increase their numbers by recruiting an army of people to the dark side. There are three categories of shadow people. Category 1. This category falls into drug use, seizures, or other mental issues. This category carries a very vast description and is known to have descriptions that may or may not match what others describe in Category 2 and 3. Category 1 is actually considered not to be shadow people at all because of the non-consistency in the descriptions. Category 2. This category falls more into the ghost and spirit category. This description in the category are as follows non-human shaped shadows or masses of human shaped shadow people in one place, insect shadows, animal shadow people, and women shadow people. These are mostly seen through shadows. Category 2 shadow people tend to be drawn more to a location than a person. It is common for a category to actually try not to become seen. Light may affect this group. Category 3 this category does not fall into the ghost or spirit category. 
This category only has two types of shadow people. One tall shadow man and several small hooded twin style shadow people. These are usually seen non-see-through, however they may be seen as see-through. This category is more drawn to a person than a place. This category may actually be drawn to a certain spirit or ghost, as well as humans. This category tends to not care about being seen. Light has no effect on this group. Now I will be sharing three separate encounters with shadow people, one being my own. Let's start off with Michelle's story. I must have been 15 or 16 years old. I was actually 16 years old because I was dating a boy named Santiago. It was around July. My dad passed away when I was 13. I was with my uncle Mateo, my stepdad Joe, my mom Paula, and Santiago. We all went to Nambe Falls to go fishing. Santiago didn't know how to fish, so we decided to go for a walk through the mountains. But every time I would look through the mountains, I would see a black figure. This happened all day long. We would be walking and all of a sudden I would turn and look and I would see a black figure of a man. That was really scary to me. I didn't know what was going on. So at the end of the day, we packed up all our stuff and went to Dairy Queen in Española. Joe had got up to go to the bathroom and I started telling Santiago that I kept seeing figures and he would tell me no one was there. I kept insisting that someone was following us he didn't understand and just thought I was crazy. I then told my mom to listen and told her that I thought someone was following us because I kept seeing a black figure in the mountains and how it was creepy. How it happened all day and she was like, do you know what month it is? And I was like, well yeah, it's July. You do know it's July. It's your dad's anniversary of his passing yesterday, right? I told her I had forgotten. My mom told me it was just him following us all day, but this shadow made me feel uneasy though. I don't know if it was because I didn't know my dad, I didn't grow up with him, so maybe that's why I was uncomfortable, but I'm not sure if it was my dad. My mom made me believe it was. Maybe I didn't believe because he hadn't killed himself, you know how they say if you kill yourself it's a sin. He passed away from cancer, so why would he come to me as a black figure? This figure was like pure black. He was like three yards away from me every time I saw it. It was pretty much there for me to see. What do you think about Michelle's encounter? Do you think it was her guardian angel or something else? Let's move on to Anna's story. My mom was a big alcoholic. We would constantly visit my grandpa Pedro's house all the time because he lived next to all subs on Highway 14. I had learned that I had cousins from my stepdad's side of the family across the street from my grandpa's house. One of my cousins was my age, we were 14 at the time. One night my mom was drinking and drinking and drinking, everyone was drunk. You know when you're at the age and you don't worry about kidnappers and didn't worry about anything, you could roam the streets and be safe. I'm 43 now so that says a lot about how safe things were at the time. Anyways, we were hungry and we asked my grandpa for money to go buy ourselves a chimichanga. 
Side note, if you're from New Mexico, you know Allsup's hits the spot different. It's like one of their few gas stations foods that won't get you sick. And if you're not from New Mexico, I recommend you get one of these if you're visiting. It's practically part of New Mexican culture. Anyways, let's get back to the story. My cousin had money, so we told them we were going to walk to Allsup's. They're drunk, they didn't understand. But they said okay anyways, so we thought it was okay. We were walking around midnight. You know how it is when it's windy and you can hear crunching noises? We heard that exactly, walking behind us on the sidewalk. There was no wind though. It was a pretty night, so there was no need for that noise. Every time we heard that noise, we kept turning around and there was no animals or anyone there. All of a sudden, we heard footsteps. We thought it was my cousin's brother because he was like two years younger than us, but no one was there. We ignored it and we got our chimichangas. After we got them, we were walking back and eating them. All of a sudden, something had stopped us from walking. It felt like there was a wall in front of us. We looked up and we saw this big animal. It, it kind of looked like a lion and a dog combined. If we kept walking, we would have ran into this thing. The hair was fluffy like an evil dog you see on TV. What was even weirder is that it wasn't an actual animal. It was like a black figure. The eyes were glowing like yellow yellow. Kind of like headlights. And no, it wasn't like looking into a cat's eyes. You know when you put a flashlight next to them and you can see their night vision? Its eyes were like actual lights. That scared us so we stood there staring. It didn't move. It didn't do anything. We were finally able to move, so I told my cousin to run across the street, and when we got to the other side of the street, we looked back and we didn't see anything. We were looking for the eyes. There was no street lights at the time. It was dark. We shouldn't have been there. Sounds like to me that was in the category two type of shadow people. Lastly, let me tell you about my short experience. I believe I was like two years old at the most. I only know that because unfortunately this is one of the only memories I have of when my dad was alive. He passed away when I was about to turn three. I remember waking up and I grabbed the railing to my crib. My little baby brain felt confused for some reason. I remember looking towards the bathroom and I saw a dark figure of a man wearing a top hat and the outline of a trench coat. I remember every time I blinked, the figure began reaching out and getting closer and closer to me with every blink. Once the man reached to the foot of my crib, I screamed bloody murder. After I started screaming, I remember my dad came into the room to grab me. I know you're probably thinking, what? How could you remember so much detail from being a baby? I wish I could tell you, but I just don't know. I remember it vividly, maybe because it traumatized me. So maybe that's why I remember it so well. But I can tell you I still can feel the fear I felt that night every time I tell the story. And now after doing some research on this topic, it kind of freaks me out more. Because what if I saw the hat man? The worst type of shadow people. Next episode, you'll be hearing about Alma's haunted doll ghost story. Eee, that's all spooky.